Hello and welcome to the Halifax Roundtable, a complimentary production to the Alien RPG campaign, Halifax, Precious Cargo Betwixt Dragons and Ghosts. Every episode features players from the Halifax Alien RPG campaign. We talk about Alien RPG, the Halifax storyline, and relatable themes. This production is an audio export of the live YouTube stream. If you watch our live stream on YouTube, you are given the chance to become involved by interacting with us and asking questions. Subscribe to the Ties That Bind Gaming YouTube channel so you get an alert for the YouTube live stream. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Halifax Roundtable. And sitting with me at the roundtable is Broker and Nate. How you guys doing? Hello. Uh, we are going to spend the next hour talking about Alien RPG, the Halifax campaign, and relatable themes. We are live, so feel free to leave comments or ask questions. We will respond appropriately. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, Nate said you um had some stuff you wanted to bring up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it, it has been an interesting experience. I keep thinking that uh it can't get better than, you know, than the last time and we uh we end up topping it. Um I I, I have to give a lot of that credit um to Cable. That's it, it the way he plays his character is really really envious. Um I guess my question back to you that I've been thinking about today, uh, Joe, is the as mother, how do you how do you handle that when you prepare an evening worth of material and we just zip down an off ramp and off we go, and like four hours worth of your work is just <laughs> out the window, just. Uh, I was contemplating that today. I was like, man, I don't know how you, how you roll with that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that, that last set, uh, episode 25 was like, a roll, I think a roll test for me. Um, I felt it, uh, test as being a game mother. And, um, I think the, the, the easiest way that I can ex that, that I just handle it is that's why I kind of plant a character. I kind of plant myself into it. So I can use you know like Andromeda or something like that to help steer things a little bit, you know. Oh sure. You yeah, know your Andromeda like that. Imogen to kind of drive the I hadn't thought I hadn't thought of it from that way, but yeah. So what are you do if you had cable arrested? That's what I was really curious about. I, well, I, I, see, I, I, I seriously I, thought that might be the uh, might be one of the possible outcomes. Well, but that was like, well, then I could talk if I was arrested. So, but he was trying to avoid me from going out there and talking. Obviously, uh, what was your plan then? Well, that's or is that just a whim thing? Well, see, I don't want to say too much about that yet, just in case. I mean, we still don't know what's going to happen. That tells me Cable might still get arrested. That's <laughs> Cable tried getting arrested, actually. So I will note, I will note, and I will say this, and Joe knows, probably my frustration is, I didn't know where there were people there. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you picked up on that, but 
um, I verified that uh, when we arrived, I I tried to emphasize that this was a busy place, and you actually landed yeah. on a you landed on a landing pad. Hey, we had like a three week break. That's not fair. We should yeah. have a reminder. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you're out of a busy place. Yeah, but, but you know, I think that played into it. I mean. It, mm-hmm. Regardless how busy it was, I think that would have been the outcome. I mean, emotions were just <laughs> that high. Saying, people still would have pulled his yeah. but I'm just I, saying. I think it worked yeah, out well because it it kind of it kind of um it it uh it it works as like um how you, maybe how your brain is working. Your character. Your cable working. was a tunnel vision probably at that moment. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it actually worked out. In favor. Um, although I'll tell you, when all that happened, I was having to think pretty quick. And I'll tell you, the whole the whole Imogen thing, I mean, was the very, very, very last second that I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> now I was because I, I think the thing is, is like I was going to let you go, but but. He I, had I, I, that I, material. I, I, yeah. I, well, we I think hadn't I gotten there yet. Yeah, I think I wanted it to kind of use that opportunity to uh, emphasize move. Imogen's hour and move the story along with her. Because so, you guys found out some pretty hefty information. Well, not all. Yeah. Of us, just he knows that so far. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm, um, locked in, I'm, locked, I'm locked in cryo sleep. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But um, it, it, I feel like Nate's the only one on my side in this situation, it, yeah, which is appreciative it, for for Cable because Cable felt like he's very alone in this situation. I, I'll say, you know, and I've, we've talked about that before, but I mean, I I've played RPGs off and on for you know since I was a kid. Um. I've never had a group of people I was this this invested in. Like mm-hmm. they're tackling cable and shove, you know, shoving cable <laughs> in a in a cryopod, and I'm getting physically angry. Like, yeah. I, like I, I'm getting agitated, and it's like I never thought I'd be in an RPG campaign that involves you know alcoholism and mental illness and cancer treatments. It, it just I just keep going back to that, that like how this can't be what you wrote, Joe. It's just got to be like, what what did I I do? This is kind of Joe's fault. When we first started this, Joe's like, hey, I want to build up Cable's character list. We got to figure out some of his things. And so I developed the whole alcoholism during stress situation. I recovered, but during stressful situations, he started drinking and... It wasn't actually part of the original thought of my character. My thought of my character originally was like a loner pilot style. Now it became more of like a he's he's a loner pilot who's slowly developing paranoia, but also is like totally getting rid of that stress through his alcoholism to the point of like where like when he's not when he's drunk, he's not like a loner. He's more social. So it's like, it's sure. almost like a different person when he's drunk versus when he's sober. And it's like his now separation character. And I, I was really torn on actually curing the alcoholism in my mind when I was, 
I was like, what he actually is. So like every time I do anything with cable, it's like, I actually have to like put myself in there and be like, run through the scenarios. Where I have like, what would cable truly do? Like if I just got really alcohol, so it solves my issue of having to deal with like stress diet and all that stuff. But is that like really what cable would do? Or would cable like underhandedly drink in? Yeah. Well, and my concern, um, you know, as, as cable's friend is, if you stop that, if you if you bottle that up, what does your stress relief become? You know, well, Joe wouldn't not, let me get the benzos I wanted. You know, <laughs> uh, we shouldn't tell him about the private conversation we were having about becoming drug runners and smuggling <laughs> a kilo of benzos aboard. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It's just fascinating. And, and you're, like I said, you. I, I give you a lot of credit uh, for your character, Cable, that I just don't. You seem to be so in tune with who that character is and the mindset of that character that it's really neat to watch. Like, as a third person, like, to just... There was no hesitation on your part. I mean, Ward, Ward came at you, and it was like... This is what I'm going to do. Stay the hell away from me. And it's the fact that the entire group of us was like, oh, holy crap. Um, What do we do if he shoots him? Like, how do we handle that? It was. And that was honestly like that pause moment where I was literally like, okay, Cable probably wouldn't actually shoot him. Cable's like just trying to like Cable thought Ward would back down, so Cable like took the more extreme measure to force him to back down. Um, and there was a part of me was gonna let him just follow me and see what happened. And there was literally like, okay, what would Cable do? And Cable was so agitated about the situation of always feeling controlled in the ship, like everybody's decisions made for Cable. That Cable's now really become very frustrated with the idea that he has no free will in his situation. You know, like it's cables. Frustration comes from that. It's like, he's, he was really ready to solve his problem and work with it. And then now like that control again. And that was like, I think the snapping point for cable was like, that's it. You want, you know, I want to solve the problem, but you guys don't want to work with me and I'm done. You know, I'm done with this whole thing. And, um, kind of knowing that they're all stuck with cable i think cable's kind of like i just thought of like he's gonna die anyway probably in this scenario he's running around with a crazy situation already so like i don't think cable thinks he's afraid of dying but at the same time he's like thinking he's going to die at some point through this whole scenario and he doesn't know which way and he kind of wants it a little bit on his own terms of like I'm going to do it my way, you know, kind of thing. So I think he's torn. But I will give Nate credit. Nate's got the underhanded... Your char- you've built your character to have that, like, slightly underhanded tone to it. It's like... You, you endear to Cable because Cable's like... Like, he's willing to bend the rules for me... Yeah, but ironically, that's in Nate's favor because Nate wants to be on the information highway, you know. Like, so he likes to get the information. So he's on both sides a little. He's playing both sides a little with a with a good balance level there. You know, it, and that was kind of my goal going into it. Is like, you know, when Joe started talking about the company man, it's like I went back and watched like the videos of Burke. You know, <laughs> and and that that's kind of what. 
you know, that's why I picked the avatar I did and stuff is just that kind of mindset of, you know, it's, you know, yeah, it's the crew and I, I want us to succeed to the point that I want to succeed and I want to live and I want to put money in my pocket. Um, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's tough playing that kind of double handed. Um, and I think he does, Cato does see an ally in cable because you play outside the rules. Um, you know, where, where Ward is just kind of a, um, a straight lace, you know, he, he wants to follow the rules and wants everybody to, you know, be healthy and happy. And it, it's, uh, you know, it, he's got his own things going on, but it's, uh, I think I'm very wary of him. And, and the captain, I think I, I come at the captain as the guy's just so deep in the weed. Um, you know, he, he's just trying to keep his head above water. Uh, well, that's fine. Cause it's like cables gone from like, what was probably a pretty stable situation with the previous, like when the crew was there, it was very stable. And, and, but he was also always the forgotten member. Um, that's actually how Steve came to exist, uh, is that he was forgotten on the bridge. And so he took one of his empty alcohol containers and he made the face on it. Cause everybody forgot him in the bridge overnight. There was, he was still to stay on the bridge and he stayed on the bridge and literally got left there a whole night, uh, until they found him in the morning. So like cable has been developed as that, like he like always understood like the loader party kind of enjoyed it. But he also feels like a lot's going on around him, and he's not part of it. And so, like, mm-hmm. I think that also fuels a lot of his yeah. alcoholism. Is that like, yeah, you know, he's like, I'm the one who has to fly this thing, and I'm the one who has to make sure it lands, and I'm not even sure what's going on day to day. And and uh, I think his alcoholism has gotten too much of a hold of him that he doesn't even know how to handle it. So it's it's well, interesting. Well, I think that's part of where my anger on your part came from is that's what I could see is cable was finally trying to take some control um, and kind of control his own destiny. And you made that decision to walk away um, and, and, you know, whatever was going to happen. But I mean, you needed that distance and Ward kind of inserted himself in that. And it's like, that's, I, I think that was the obvious outcome was, and that was the point I was trying to get across to the captain is, you know, okay, you're taking all this out on cable, but your medical officer just assaulted your pilot on a deck full of people. Like, I don't care what the intention was. It, it's, we can't overlook that. Um, and yeah. And then, so to take you and to just kind of take you out of the, out of the thing, I think was the wrong the wrong play. And I think it was, it was frustrating to come back and kind of as a player, find that out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really curious to see where that goes. Like I said, if you mm-hmm. don't have, um, I mean, for the first, you know, for the first few months we played the first time cable left the ship was when we fought the, fought the dogs in the field. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, anytime we went out, to the boarding party or whatever, you stayed on the bridge. And so I was like, my, I guess that's, that's his deal. He just stays up there and writes in his book and talks to his Bible. And, uh, and so it's interesting when you come to these points where cable just explodes 
And I think well, that's, that's, that's that's where we see the real inside the you know the media inside the cable. Well, it's ironic you say that because it's funny. At one point, I think I messaged Joe and said that like cable starting to be like like very reclusive to the ship and not wanting to leave until he made imaging go invisible. And now <laughs> his cable hates the ship. He wants to be off the ship at all times. And he doesn't want to be anywhere near it. And actually, the reason he was starting to get stuck on the ship was because the last time he stayed in a hotel, he had like a weird spider outside his door. So it's like... Yeah. <laughs> you, you just kept getting like... I mean, you're seeing ghosts, there's spiders, and like... you kept It's all based... A first conversation with a marine who told him about Ghost to Dragon. Right. It's literally like Joe has thrown it all. I think a cable in some ways mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> cables, cables. I, I have to like at some point say, okay, Joe, you're gonna have to read that whole uh, <laughs> that whole paranoid section mm-hmm. at some point soon and give it to Cable because there's only so much Cable's gonna be able to stand. Yeah. I was actually really curious of like what would happen to Cable if he wasn't able to access alcohol and he gets stressed. And so that's yeah, probably going to happen very soon. We'll be seeing yeah, that. That's what what that was what's that? What's that pressure relief? You know, where's that pressure valve that? Um, yeah, I'll be curious it, to see. If you don't have that, you know, does he snap? And now we're now we're in more trouble potentially than than we were just letting you drink and fly the ship. Like, uh, yeah, that's very possible. Yeah, you know, um, especially because now he's well, depending on whatever cable route. Wherever he's gonna go next, I don't, I don't know what your plans are, Joker. But uh, <laughs> he hasn't woken up yet. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm very curious to see where you take Cable from here. But I'll, I'll say, uh, if 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 he doesn't take his pills or he doesn't drink, his stress is going to keep going up, and eventually it'll hit, and he'll start panicking. I was actually thinking of like what happened if the captain kicked you off the ship and I have to re-roll characters. I was like, man, is he gonna be re-roll character now? Because he like kicks cable off the ship now. I was literally like, oh man, I gotta create a whole new one. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. whole new persona. But that was kinda cool and by that girl, I was like, cool, maybe cable like stalks them in the background mm-hmm. and like hunts them down as like a an enemy NPC someday. <laughs> that uh yeah, that'd be an interesting play. It's like what happens if you have a mutiny? Like, I don't you know. Well, that's that's up to the player, really. I mean, yeah, it's either wow. that's your that's your cue to exit, or we can re-roll a new one. Well, that was my curiosity of like, I was like, man, if he kicks me off, do I get to become like an enemy character of the ship? <laughs> run run a parallel campaign of your own. Yeah. <laughs> I, so so that goes back to that. I mean, so Joe, do you going into the next session then? Well, yeah, you know this is gonna be a bad one. Do you? Yeah. Do you try to plan and write off of where we took it last week and hope we stay in our lane, or um, do you just truth- give up at this point and you just let it put the chips on the table and let it ride? Uh, truth be told, I mean, most of my writing is just it's built around framework. I don't create paths. I guess you could say. I have, I mean, I have a general idea where I want things to go, but the, most of my stuff is just built on frameworks. So, you know, this is where we're at. So, when I, when we're in a place like this and I give you guys seven days, I don't have much written out for it, you know, but I might 
throw something in here or there that just pops to my head or or something like this happens. So either way, it doesn't really th- it, none of this really throws me off too much except for that I have to come up with stuff on the fly. You know, that can that can be a little challenging. But so far I feel like, I feel like it's all fit in. Yeah, I'll be so. curious to see. It's gonna be an itch- next next week's gonna be uh, no, not next week, week after it'll be a very interesting the say the least, a very interesting <laughs> I just yeah. don't know where I, I I haven't even really comprehended exactly where I want to take it and how it will go. Uh, I think it's got a lot to depend on everything. And technically Nate, your alcohol was also confiscated. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, we don't have access to alcohol. Yeah, and and it I mean I I think legitimately, um, I think it opens up some interesting avenues for, you know, um, I don't, I don't want to give Joe too much advance notice, but for smuggling and for, you know, the, the illicit trades, um, it, which, you know, sounds weird coming from the, from the way you rep, but it's, again, it's, you know, that, that kind of, uh, you know, chaotic neutral where it's like, I have a code, but it's my code and it's, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to follow it, but it's, it's what I make it out to be and what, what benefits me and those who, um, you know, I think when it comes to, when it comes to cable, it's been really interesting because I think I, I was a little jealous when I come on board and cable and ward have this established relationship. Um, <laughs> and so to kind of see that implode, I'm not, I'm not going to say Cato's not get you know, I'll be honest. He's getting some joy out of watching it. Um, you know, watching them go at each other, uh, you know, frustrated because of the appearance of it, but not necessarily frustrated because they're, their budding heads. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's funny because I think Ward does it, tries to help Cable out, and like Cable doesn't see it as help. So it's like Ward's intentions are good. It probably is like, oh man, I'm gonna help my you know, like you know help him out. We've been through so much, and Cable's kind of like, I don't want your help. Stay away now at this point. And it's yeah, you know, I think it's I'm sure for like Ward, I, like him having to tackle Cable, I'm sure was. I was I was so contemplating shooting him. <laughs> I was so contemplating shooting him. Uh, if, okay, honestly, my range combat's too good. I was actually worried I might kill him. So I was actually like, my range combat's actually very good. I was like, oh man, if I shoot at him, I'm probably going to hit him. And I'm not sure how much health he has. And this, damage, this weapon does a lot of damage. Nobody's got much health. Well, well yeah. yeah. I, knew I only had three, so I was like, okay, well... It's like if I shoot him, man, it just think does like a plus two, and I get stunned and all this stuff. I was like, oh, this could go really south really quick. I was like, Cable wouldn't want to hurt Ward; he just wants him to leave him alone. So, like, let's be realistic. That's the thing, though. I tell you, um, I, what if I had, what if I had not put my gun away when I had those Marines come at me? <laughs> that was the other question, man. What if I shot the Marines? That's the thing it, the, how far the, how far would you have gotten? Yeah, for you, Joe probably had to kill me. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I, I hesitate to do it, but I would. I really would. 
if I had to. Well, I figured you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if I couldn't figure out a way to steer around it, that didn't seem to, that, that you know, that didn't work. So, but, and if you guys wanted to kill each other, hey, you know, I, th- this is, this is part of it. So he will, will you had to let the captain know though. I noticed he had to let that captain know. <laughs> he had it all covered up. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to have Marines come checking on you. <laughs> well, so it's just funny. It's like, I could see dad's face of like pure, like frustration, not knowing. Sending <laughs> Joe through a bone. Dan's face was like, "I want to solve this. I need to solve this." <laughs> yeah, when and, he asked like three or four times, "Am I aware of what's going on?" Nope, nope. They're outside. Don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he <laughs> was like so light and just get involved in that, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good, so good." Well, and I think that's, I think that's a lot of what causes the investment and keeps us so plugged in is because. Joe, you leave us. There's no hand holding. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, you know, I'm stuck on the other side uh, in, in a med pod, you know, and, and that was my biggest frustration was like, okay, how do I connect to what's going on? Like, how do I, mm-hmm. how do I explain that I'm aware and I'm angry? You know, and this, I can see the same thing from the captain's side where he was like, okay, how. How do I get in the middle of this that makes that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of times, like my experiences with with you know uh, Dungeons and Dragons in particular, there's a lot of GMs that'll kind of spoon feed that to you. Yes, um, and, and you just kind of let it roll. Um, and that was brilliant. Yeah, it, it's like you know what. Uh, yeah, I would not want to sit in your seat. Well, it's like funny because Joe's world's a little bit of like a, it's got the slight box feel to it sometimes where you're like, we're hitting the box wall as hard as we can to see if we can push out of it yeah. and just see how far Joe will let us push out of it. And it's like, the best example is before you got there, Nate, was the day we found Imogen. And we found all the stuff about Imogen. <laughs> and we spent an entire session trying to figure out how to deal with it. And Joe was trying to had that wall like flex a little, but he was never gonna let us blow up Imogen. Yeah, I was. I tra- <laughs> we had times, and you can get to be there for this, but there was a point where we were turning one of our storage units into a makeshift med lab, where mm-hmm. we were just put Ward into a spacesuit, strap him to the side, put her there, and then just worst case, blow the storage unit out and allow her to fly away and him to be strapped to the side wall. There were entire <laughs> there were entire sessions dedicated to just figure out how to get rid of Imogen. I wanted to blow her up in the engine. So he still didn't well, yeah, do even that. after <laughs> Yeah, once once it came out, you know, and we had everything and, and Kato was on board. I, yeah, that was uh, well, that was, was the impact when we were we were all locked in the captain's room, you know, and and like I said, he was advocating for you know just throw her out and burn her up in the engines. And we'll yeah, my she, plan was to shoot her at the thing, turn it, shoot and blow her up with the yeah, back of the engine. Yeah, and, and, and Joe just slammed that box shut. It was like that. It. I had yeah, enough I, of your nonsense. I, I'm I, I'm not going to spend three more weeks dealing with the what do we do about Imogen. That's it. Go, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and, and we tried. Trust me, I tried everything to let me let me 
destroy her. Yeah. And the only thing, the only thing that let us not even start trying it, was, I think Ward actually had like some line to keep her around, or else there was something was going to be attempted at some point. If Ward had anywhere near the sense of mind of mine, it was like, blow her out the airlocks. I don't care. Yeah. yeah I don't he wanted to try to save her. At and, the same time. Yeah, he wanted wow. to try to save her, actually, was his goal. But that's that. Yeah, I gotta give credit to him for that too because he's playing his character. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Is. this is like the whole lost daughter. That, yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, very much so. And and I think there's there's a certain part of of Cato that likes kind of poking at that and mm-hmm. and finding the wall there and like oh there's a crack. Let me see if I can wiggle my finger in that crack and. You know, it, it giving giving alcohol on the side to to cable, and you know, telling Ward he's not a real doctor and things that like kind of picking at it to see, you know, okay, where's your where's the soft spot in your in your egg? Like it's uh, you know, and I and I think it's to kind of see to get a lay of the land, but to see what kind of chaos I can sow. The word cable, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it, it's like you know, <laughs> another word, I'm gonna, they, they, uh, Kato, I, Kato, uh, I'm Kato gonna, uh, cable. you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna go with the guy that can fly me in a ship and land me home, you know, not the guy who can, you know, give me an antibiotic shot, right? Uh, and so it's, uh, it, it's kind of interesting, it's, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. curious how much they tell Cable about Imogen and like the fact that she's threatened me. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm curious about. How much they'll tell him? That'll really uh, probably uh, determine Cable's moods and how much more he'll be actually like. So it'll be like the level of paranoia versus the level of anger. So like, mm-hmm. if it's like, well, we had to lock you away and deal with you, and you have to like straighten out. It's gonna be the anger. But if it's like Imogen's just gonna blow you out the airlock, it's like the paranoia side. It's so it's like it's probably gonna be at it's going to be like that flexing that direction of what it is that gets cable to like even be more freaked out what? or be yeah. more angry at everybody. I mean, with him already <laughs> being very wary of Imogen, um, to have you wake up and find out that mm. she's short circuited, um, you know, to keep control and like, that's not going to help your stability. Um, no, that was, <laughs> and in fact, the cable can't get alcohol. Cable has to go get alcohol for cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's yeah, that's it. Is cable's going to be the uh, one accessing the alcohol for uh, cable now? Yeah, it, it. You know, so you've got one side taking it away and the other side giving it to him, and eventually, that's uh, that's going to meet in the middle. And um, I'm I'm here for it. Um, well, I was really I curious what was going to happen when I tried going to a separate fractions bars because, like, I was, I was only blocked from the one size. I was really curious, like, what would happen if they tried to stop me from going to, like, another faction or something? Yeah, I was really curious. <laughs> That's what I was really planning on doing. I was, like, I was like, trying not to metagame in my logic of saying, like, what would Cable do once he gets barred from all the bars? You know, on that side. <laughs> yeah. With, with a loaded handgun, like it, yeah, I was actually waiting to see if he would judge me the fact that he, the cables would yeah. walk around with this loaded handgun all the time. Yeah, that's that's all I could think is I'm like, you know, guys, you're all, all this is going on, and that guy like 
is having a metal brake with a loaded handgun. Like, why are we not more concerned about that? Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think the next few episodes are going to be, um, yeah, I'll really, see how far really we actually get. That's a, I, Joe's going to have to create all these more seasons just to get, this will be the season of drama. It's the soap opera season. Uh, so. yeah, <laughs> it's been quite a bit of it. I, the, the next one's going to be, going to be tough. And I, I know I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get to a zone. I'm going to like prep myself that day or something. I don't know. Uh, All all of this and all of this drama, and we've yet to see an actual xenomorph. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is all just space opera drama we're dealing with. Well, that was the other question. Will Cable try to get the xenomorph? They're like, he doesn't really know what it is. So we're like, Cable's going to be done with it all. My my approach to, to this campaign was to just have the xenomorph, you know, kind of have like the xenomorph in the background, even though you guys don't really know much about them at all, really. Um, for what a, a couple of egg pods you saw, but you don't even know what those are. Um, but I wanted to kind of focus more on the lore of Alien, so that's why I've been kind of like, especially lately, I've been expanding to different, um, like, uh, Factions and stuff like that, different companies that, uh, it's because it's not just Wayu out there, you know. Um, Seekson is one of the biggest competitors of Wayu. And- so, real quick question. This may be an interesting question. So, on Aeon Station, was that a predator that was on Aeon Station? Is the predator what killed and. And tight Titanic on on Aeon Station. Yeah. Uh, so remember the invisible thing that, that the laser pointer oh, 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 shot through oh, the right, right, right. Gosh, see, I'm. It's been so long now. I can't even can't even remember. See, I <laughs> you said it was an invisible thing moving around, so you could barely see it, and it was just a the quick laser thing, and both were dead instantly. Oh, right. Um, my answer to that is, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, come on. That's, that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> I mean, the it doesn't really impact the future story. <laughs> Obviously, anyone who's watching this knows Alien and knows the connection. So I mean, the you, ha- you, have, you have an invisible android on, sh- on ship. Yeah, but there is... There, it was just too quick. It always seemed very Predator-like. Hmm. That's an interesting. Well, interesting like logically speaking, if they're hunt, yeah, they hunt them, and like these people have collected them. Would they go to? Would they have yeah. stopped in the place to try to stop them? Because logically speaking, we went around that whole ship. We launched off the other guy off the ship, pretty much. He was stuck in a room. So, the logically speaking, the only thing left was either an alien, an intro we hadn't seen that was invisible, mm-hmm. or a predator on board. Are you talking about um, Devin? The, uh, the yeah, Android? Devin was trapped. Yeah, yeah, that was working on the escape pod. Yeah, Devin was trapped. Yeah. Now, have you left that all? Be- so, I guess that's I guess that's the question. Have you left it all behind, or have you? Is that something that's going to come up in the future? But uh, yeah, I was just curious if you uh, did you actually? Because I know that was obviously the decision of them to leave, but 
did you figure out who that is that actually killed, or was that just like a one-off for you to just get rid of and move on? I'll put it to you this That's way. A, yeah, I'll put oh, that new question. That's my new question. Let's say it that way. Was that a planned event? Let's just say that all of us were going to continue on after Aeon Station. Mm-hmm. So we were all going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Was that character going to be something we saw at the end anyway? Yes. So that was already planned, the invisible thing inside the Aeon Station. Mm-hmm. Actually, the whole Aeon Station was planned. I had that all written out. Well, I figured that. I figured you had Aeon Station. I didn't think Aeon Station was just the way to kill off the characters. But I was wondering if Aeon Station, that, that whoever killed Titanic and, and Anne's character, mm-hmm. was that planned out? Yeah, I mean, I guess I could say that much. I, 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 that's the thing. It's like when I... When I ha- when I started this camp, writing this campaign, I've I've got a whole there is stuff that have happened in the first episode that has not been resolved yet, and I know when it will be. <laughs> I have I so, have a I have a whole long game. Everything that happens, like you guys should probably be making real mental notes about this because it's. There's well, a possibility it's going to be coming back around. You, yeah, you I, have. I, yeah. I have a whole journal of it all. Uh, Which is <laughs> awesome, by the way. I read it I read it like a week ago. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had it much. I got to add more now that everything has I'm, happened. I'm telling you, there's a book in there. That's, well, yeah. Uh, so normally Cable's not that involved, so that's why I've been typing in a journal. But because mm-hmm. Cable's been so invested in so many episodes oh. now that I haven't had time to actually update my journal as much as I wanted to. So I actually have to update it and pretend that he had more logs in there for when there is actual true downtime. But I was, I was, a few just pure drunken slur things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta add, I gotta add one more thing about that because, and I've said this before, so I'm not really spoiling anything. Uh, it's just, um, there have been clues for things and for your faces for episodes. An episode. You guys still have not put it together. <laughs> Just some something to th- something to chew on there for you. Oh well, that'll keep me up. Well, I feel like well, I won't lie. My big thing is I think Waylon knows we have her and is letting us go along with her personally. Like I think it, we we're all stooges to this, and the whole plan was that we would be the one transporting Imogen everywhere. Um, that's what I love about like, this. I feel like- and it's just crazy. As, as as you guys are still, you guys still have no idea what's going on, and I love it. <laughs> I, well, it, we've gotten so in the grand scheme, in the, yeah, in in you know, Imogen being in charge and scary Imogen that I think we've lost sight of the fact that Imogen's an incubator. Like, right. there's she's not technically an incubator; she it, is a storage unit. There, storage there's unit. a. Uh, Ready to go, I'm pretty sure. Like, nothing can pop out tomorrow, I'll be ready to go. Bigger problem, like, uh, (laughs) and that's that's interesting going back to what you said, Joe. Is that so you have a long game? I mean, is this like, uh, are are you our George R.R. Martin? I mean, do you know that's what I feel like? I think he's like, do do you know, do you know how this ending and middle? Yeah, do do you do you have a beginning, middle, and end, and you know, so you know, I do. It How is. much of a difference do we make in the ending? I guess. Um, nothing enough to throw it completely off now. But if we had burned Imogen up in the engines, would that have thrown your entire plan off? 
Nope. <laughs> no, tr- trust me. I, I, I've, I've, I've got ways to make it still work. <laughs> yeah, and, but and I have to credit that to just really the reason why I wanted to do Alien instead of like something like Dungeons and Dragons because I know so much more about the Alien lore, so I know how to make it work to keep the story going. Well, see, I think Dungeons and Dragons sense. has its own. Dungeons and Dragons has its own. No, it like, does. But I don't. World but world. I don't. So, but I don't know it enough. Have but you guys I, seen the Lord of the Rings? Five E. It came out. Is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, Lord of the Rings Five E is coming you, out. I think you can go down a rabbit hole with that and like never come out again. Like, yeah, that's, right, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna do a campaign of five thousand years before the ring with yeah, the elves and the you know. Uh, I want a Wheel of Time one. Man, a Wheel of Time would be mine. That would I, I, be, think a, I think a Mistborn would, would be neat with the Mistborn uh, would be Mistborn. Uh, it's a Mistborn's oh. in adaptation right now, actually, ironically. Yeah. So it will become would be neat in an RPG. So Mistborn by this time next year, they think they'll be in production, like with, you know, on set. So I'm really curious about how they will translate Mistborn. How much more do you have left, of Joe? Sorry, I know this is very off time for our old YouTube here. Yeah. Uh, how much more do you got left, Joe? About half half of the last book left. Yeah, about three hundred and fifty pages. That book all comes to a head in the last like fifty pages. It's amazing. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> like it's literally those laugh. Like it's it's why you could read almost all the way to the end, and I won't be able to discuss anything with you till I last. You finish oh, yeah. the last fifty pages. Mm-hmm. I'm a slow reader. But, it takes me a while. Well, and I'm on the last. Um, I just read the final of the Wax and Wayne series until the next one comes out in November. I believe it is. And that's the end of that series too. Yeah. Oh, I'm. You know, what I'm reading right now. Amazing. I know, off topic and terribly. Dungeon Crawler Carl. Have anyone ever read Dungeon Crawler Carl? Most amazing book I've read in a long, long time. That's not like from a well-known author. Is <laughs> the whole the whole world is taken over by aliens, and they make the world into a dungeon crawler for all the last like like people alive and they like level up stats and all these things they become like almost like you're in a video game so like you pull up menu bars your own head and your own brain and you have like chat function and it's these aliens making it into a video game which they are broadcasting to all their other planets it's it's pretty much like a live action like a larp where people actually die for these people to watch as entertainment value it is oh, wow. amazing. It's him and his cat donut. It's amazing. Send us a link. I will. I, I, I yeah. have it on audiobook, and I think I'd highly recommend you do it on audiobook because the voicing is so important in it. I think mm. the way, like, I started reading it on book, and I never really got into it. And then I started doing it on audio, and the way the voice is, because, like, the computer is, sounds computer like. And so it mm. makes it fit into it really well. Okay. It's 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 amazing. It's audio. Do it audio. But sorry, let's go back to <laughs> yeah. But just to just to wrap that little little bit up um, again, like yeah. So um, I just I think just knowing so much about Alien really keep is able to. I'll, I'll, I should be able to get you where I want you to at some. And and this, the thing is, is like I don't know how long I want it. That's just the. Yeah, that was going to be one of my follow-up questions. I mean, it, to your original point was, I find it really neat, and I think it really helps us with the story, that 
we're not we're not chasing Ripley. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're in a in a parallel lane over here somewhere. Like you know, we're that's always the the Star Wars conundrum, right? Like, why can't they tell stories outside of the Skywalkers? Like, it's this huge galaxy, yeah, right? You know, give me a glimpse of somebody, but like, you don't have to put Luke Skywalker and everything. Yeah. Um, same thing with the aliens. Like, there's going to be buzz around the around the universe. You know, this stuff and you know, collar on the prison colony and all this, but it doesn't have to be the main drive of our. There is a side story off of Star Wars. Does anyone know a book or what movie it is? There's only one movie that is technically, in theory, connected to the Star Wars universe. This is this is some fan fiction here. You, uh, not fan fiction. Uh, some uh, and it's not fan theory. It, it's locked in. And if there's only one scene that connects it to another movie, and it's law, lo- it's not long after Star Wars. Not that long after Star Wars is actually finished, but probably when we were kids, we watched it as kids. Does anyone oh, like the, dark, know? the Dark Crystal or something? Nope. It's got to be E.T. Thank you, sir. E.T. Yeah, it's got to be E.T. E.T. are aliens yep. in the Star Wars universe. They're yeah, in the they, Senate. Yep, because they're, they're in, in the, the Senate. Senate. In, it, yep, they have a Senate pod in uh, what, episode to include two. Yeah. E- the aliens for E.T. are actually part of the same universe as Star Wars, and they're in episode one or two, wherever it is. And you actually see three of those little ETs yeah. standing behind all their little pods floating in the Senate. Which then that starts <laughs> to make me think where does where does the ET movie fall in that you know, in that timeline? Man, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Convinced like, him convince uh George Lucas to include the ETs in the Senate because he wanted his aliens in the same universe. <laughs> Tell me that's not amazing that they did that. that. Yeah. Joe's looking it up now. He's like, yep. he it is Star Wars. And it is officially. Yeah, it's when, the, it's when they do the big vote in the uh, yep. in the Senate. Yep. It is. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, the gun the gun guns are there and uh, the ETs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, so real quick, I forgot how how far off the Alien movie are we, like timeline wise. Oh, uh, so right now it's been what like two years that you guys have been yeah on this it. trip. So. Uh, even though you guys say you guys would, would, would probably know Ripley's died. Okay. So, uh, she said about two years ago. So we start, we started right around the time that she came out of, um, hypersleep. Um, so aliens too, basically for aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going into alien three. So she's long gone now. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys did. You guys hear the clip that uh, Carson got? Audio yeah, clip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think so. All right. I, I'm pretty sure he told you guys about it. it but he got a clip that had yeah. I'm, yeah, he told you all about it. It was Ripley. So I did include. A little clip oh. in there. Okay. I don't think okay. I've actually. Yeah, I don't think I was involved in that. No. I I vaguely remember him mentioning getting an audio clip, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember us getting into the. Yeah, if he did, he did it in more of a like just told us about. It. I've said never listened to it. Yeah, I 
can't remember now why why it was there, but yeah. Anyway, you could probably ask him about it. He still got it. He wanted to hear it. She she was in cryo in space seventy some odd years. Uh, yeah, it was like 70, 80 years. And that was before um before the prison planet, right? The yeah. So okay. alien happened. She went to sleep. Yep. Seventy, eighty years later, she wakes up. Aliens that's happens. Right. She gets ejected. Falls on the prison planet, and then that's where she. Dies. Okay, and so we're now two years beyond that. That's that. Yeah. Okay. And then it's some some. Like, I can't remember how many years later it is. I just I ignore alien resurrection, but at some point she does get cloned. Many times, you know, um, I hate that. But anyway, that's where we're. Oh, I'm actually wrong. There's actually one other movie where Star Wars lore actually falls into, ironically, around the same concept. Indiana Jones. That's that would be my that would that yeah, was going to be my first guess before. See, you know that one. I just had to look it up. I was like, I was wondering like the connection. How does that? Uh, we're going down. E, e, sorry, C three PO and R two D two end up on a cave drawing in Egypt. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, yep. I I recall that. Recall that scene. Um, I mean, in theory, it makes sense because remember, this is all occurs in a galaxy far, far, far away, and it's, it's we know it's our our same universe by theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, far, far away, long time. Ago. Yeah. So that would probably be logical then to say that Star Wars is long before us. Because of R2-D2 would be on like an Egyptian pyramid that are not that old. and Yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's a whole other world. Yeah. Sorry, I, I just slipped into yeah. it now. <laughs> oh, well, and that... like hey, You didn't make a plan for this. This is your own fault. Yeah, it's just not enough time in the world so, for all the... Control R2-D2 things, Joe. Like, you sure already you know what happens when you put too many yeah. controls in place. That That's right. Do. Yeah. I, I would love to try the... Uh, Joe's like, there'll be, a, there'll be an agenda for next one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's, I can't let these two idiots just roam free. Uh, this is what happened. Uh, I, I talking about RPGs off topic. The, the Star Wars one's interesting, but I, I just yeah. I so I'm not it, as big a Star Wars fan as actually it, most people it are. Never grabbed um, me, but I would love to try the GI Joe one. I, I think that could mm. that could have some really similar vibes to this, where it just. That would probably yeah. lose me a little too much. I'm Kinda not a big modern. Time. I'm not a modern warfare kind of guy. I'm I, same thing. Why I actually why I didn't read Wax and Wayne for so long is I didn't even like the Wild Wild West concept. So I actually yeah. I couldn't slip myself into it until I just started re-listening to it. And I also yeah, uh, see, for me, it's not even the warfare. It's like I mean that was that was my childhood. Was like yeah, and I watched know. it, but I didn't watch it as much as like Thundercats or you know sure. other things that were like my. That was my favorite. Probably was good, but uh, I would get into Lord of the Rings probably more likely than anything else. But Wheel of Time, man, I would love a Wheel of Time one or a uh, Wheel of Time would offer a ton for like character development because there's actually like any male caster would automatically be insane naturally, which would be really awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I want to do Discworld. I think there should be a, a huge... I haven't read Discworld. I, I started Discworld. I own, I own all of Discworld. I just never read them. Yeah. yeah it's, I buy books like they're water, though. <laughs> that, 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. I've heard great things oh. about it. I just I I'm I have so many books that are like in my lineup now. Uh, Dungeon Crawler. I've had Dungeon Crawler Carl for a while now, like a year, and I haven't. I just started because I just finished another series. So, but you know, he uh, we're on trivia. Uh, trivial facts. Pratchett actually had in his uh, in his will, his best friend took all of his hard drives, all of his USB drives, everything, and crushed them. Uh, that doesn't shock me. That- Literally Jordan crushed him with a roller because it, he saw what happened to uh, Michael Crichton in particular. You know, Michael Crichton's been dead, I don't know, 20 years, and they're still publishing unfinished books he did. Um, Oh, but, Tolkien, they did a similar alien, which was terrible. Yeah. But as part of that, some kid did it. <laughs> they clawed back all of his licenses as well. Um, so, like, there's a uh, there's a Discworld board game, um, Ankh-Morpok, that's uh, it's actually quite good. It's quite quite amusing. But they uh, they won't reprint it again because it was part of that licensing that was uh, clawed back uh, when he died. Um, well, and so Jordan. So Jordan, when he died before real time, it was he when he found he had that like blood disease. He said that if he died, he was going to have everything destroyed at his death, and they wouldn't finish the series. Um, and so I actually stopped reading. I was only I was looking at like ten or something. I was like, I'm done. Screw this. They, sh- they showed him, <laughs> and then well, he died, and so then I was like, and I heard Brad Sanders finishing, so I was like, okay, cool, I'll finish the series. So I uh, and then I've read like two or three times since, but. Uh, Francis has actually made it better in some ways. He like finished it up. He was able to do what Robert Jordan couldn't do. He finished it. Maybe they'll give him George R. R. Martin's work when he's done and be like, "Here, Brandon, yeah. finish it." Yeah, Sanderson's great. Francis yeah. Sanderson should be the guy who like goes and finishes all the other people's because he like is good, yeah. true, to, true to form. But he knows we just gotta finish it. Yep, just get to the end. Just get. You have to finish the series. <laughs> and that man, I don't know how many hours Brandon Sanderson writes, <clears> but. <throat> He writes books like they're insane and fast. Just, yeah. And, and they're good. Like, I can't even be like, oh, okay, well, you can see where he rushes. It's like, I can't find it today. Yeah. Series. yeah, which is interesting because on the other side of that, you have somebody like Stephen King that, you know, puts out, you know, three books a year and one out of every six of them is, you know, on par. The rest yeah, of them yeah. Are, you know, uh, just kind of all over the place. Like I think I Sanderson's kind of like you, though, Joe, in some ways. He's roadmapped it. So, like, he knows mm-hmm. the ending for all his series before he even starts to write them. Like, yeah. I have to imagine when he started Steelheart, here he knew the ending of that series. Or when he started Mistborn, he knew the ending. That Like, so, I think that it's just being able to add enough filler to make it work, but also not clog it. Which is, I think, right. where Robert Jordan, I don't think, ever wrote an ending... Yeah, they said he had an ending when he got it, but I think he started without having an ending, and I think that yeah. makes it so much harder for us writer because it's like book one could technically, if you read book one almost by design, be like, oh, that's one whole story, you know, like does this, this, and this done, you know. But then because he must see like, oh, I'm gonna keep going with it, and that's where it almost loses something. That's what that's where Jordan got slogged. That's what made it not the greatest series on Earth because it just got slogged down. Five more minutes. We should probably talk about aliens some more. Yeah. I would say, yeah, we got about two more minutes left, and then we have to wrap it up here. So, well, 
Joe, your your work's cut out for you. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Cause... <laughs> so Joe now we're really with him, but Joe has to be kind of like the guideliner a little bit. Now he's kind of stuck himself into that. So he's uh <laughs> Yeah, this it uh, uh, I have no idea how this is gonna play out, but regardless, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I know one way or another. Be enough separation with cable that I can like enjoy cable story from the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that, yeah. That last one was just so heated that uh, I don't know. We're locked in it, Cairo. Cryo. We'll see how it, he responds. It's, <laughs> it's always that last twenty minutes or something that we just completely blow the lid out of it and just. <laughs> Oh, I did a whole episode. Well, that's true. The whole beginning of the episode actually started really good. It was, it was really solid. I was actually shocked that Dad said I could have a whole bottle of alcohol, and Ward being the one that actually took it mm-hmm. was actually very shocking to me. Yeah, yeah. Dad was the biggest issue with his alcoholism, and and well, Matt and I keep saying that I slipped her name, but Matt was actually I was ironically one who was almost okay with his alcoholism to some degree, and they flip flopped right at that moment, and I think that's also what made Cable snap a little bit. Sure, because now the knowns are unknowns, and yeah, it's like oh, Ward always understood my alcoholism. He's gonna let me have this last night, and wow, even the captain's on board with it. And then he just snapped. There's a lot to unpack from that because I mean, anybody whoever decides to listen to it, I mean, it's just there's. I feel like there's like a lot of revelations and a lot of there's just a lot of like a lot of yeah. There's just so much to unpack there. Yeah, I think it's. I think there's a, a, a thunderstorm coming, and I think yeah, we're, Captain being a former alcoholic and all yeah. the yeah aspects of that, and Ward obviously has his own demons that he's dealt with. Yeah, uh, it'll be fun. It so. will be. All right, I think this is where we're going to wrap it up for tonight. So, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks and, for having um, us. Fun as you. always. Uh, we'll see everybody, I guess, again in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to the Halifax Roundtable. Be sure to click follow on your podcast app to get notified when a new episode arrives. You can also follow Ties That Bind Gaming on prominent social media platforms. Have a great day.